Hello and welcome to Dating Done God's Way. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor, Tolu. I started this podcast after I began my journey as a single saved woman trying to navigate the dating scene in a godly way. And I've learned a ton since. Here I share tips to make it easy for you to date in a godly way. I've watched my clients navigate the dating scene, enter godly relationships and marriages, and even step into motherhood. I want to do the same for you. I know how hard it is to be saved and dating. Trust me, I get it. And I'll be sharing tips to get you started on your own journey to your own godly marriage. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single power-packed episode. You're going to stop finding the same physical traits attractive. You may still be attracted to the typical tall, dark, and handsome man, but the reason you're attracted to him will change. So this is part of why it's important to know how to date with direction. It will change the kind of men you find attractive in, 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 in the sense of why you're attracted to them, not exactly what you're attracted to. Yes, that would also change, but the point is the focus here is on alignment, direction, discernment. Now, dating to marry clients... You understand this because we literally break down all these values and I walk you through assessing what they mean to you and for you and how they play out in stepping into the marriage God desires for you. Welcome to the Dating Down God's Way podcast. My name is Tolu. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor. Today, I wanted to talk to you about dating to marry as a single saved woman, the do's and don'ts. So as usual, you know the drill, make sure you're somewhere where you can take notes, you can listen. I really want you to absorb what I'm about to share with you. First, let's start with what it means to date to marry. Dating to marry means you're dating with the intention of marriage, not to have fun, but to get married and settle down, start your own family in a godly home. Not that you can't do any of these things in a fun way. In fact, that's what God intends for you. But the purpose here is marital. It's not to see how it goes. It's not to see whether we catch feelings for each other, as we say it in Nigeria. The purpose here is marriage. That's what I want to talk to you about today. The first thing I want to mention is to date to marry as a single saved woman, you need to date with the desire for marriage, not the desperation for it. There's a very big difference between desire and desperation. If you desire marriage, you allow yourself to be positioned for it. If you are desperate to get married, you are tempted to get out of position. This means you'll find yourself dating men you don't even find attractive. You'll find yourself saying yes when God says no. You'll find yourself dating like the world and not in a godly way. And the problem with this is you can't get godly results with worldly principles. I'm going to say that again because I really want you to catch this. You cannot get godly results with worldly principles in any area of life, not just relationships. The more you apply the desperation for marriage in how you date, the harder it will be to date like a single saved woman that God intends to enter the marriage he desires for you. You'll shift position by mistake and you'll find that you step out of the timing that God has given you, maybe not physically, but spiritually, you may start to feel behind in your season. If you've ever got any of these emotions, this could potentially be the reason you feel left behind emotionally. You start to feel trapped physically. You start to feel very confused. And this is why in dating to marry, when I work with you, I'm very conscious about working to understand how you approach dating so that you enter it through the phases of dating that God desires for you to go through, to step into a godly marriage. 
the second point I want to make is you do want to date to gather data. And I know this is very common, you know, in terms of advice given on how to date. But let me say this, right? The problem is you're dating to make a decision before you gather data. What I mean by this is you've already decided this is my husband. That is the decision you have made as you're dating that person. And that subconsciously puts a blinder on your spirit so you're not as quick to pick up on what God may be saying to you, even if he is your husband. That's not the point. You really have to understand that a godly marriage is meant to achieve a kingdom purpose. And because of that, even when it is the right person, God is not going to tell you just that he's the right person. He's also going to give you information to help you serve the mission that he has called you both together. But if you've already made that decision out of God's timing and allowed it to get in the way of what God is trying to show you it's going to complicate the relationship what will happen is you end up dating according to your wants and not what god has said concerning you there's some things that even when it is the right person god wants you to resolve when you're according and he doesn't necessarily want you to resolve when you enter the marriage so you gather the wrong data to suit your own decision now let me focus specifically on when it's the wrong person this is very dangerous because like i said you're going to be gathering the wrong data to suit your decision not god's decision for you you start gathering data that is not going to help you know whether or not god approves of this person or whether or not this is the person god desires for you but dating together data requires you to remove your flesh from the equation first and use your spirit and soul to make a decision your spiritual comforts your soul and then your flesh now it's important that you understand that as you're gathering this data you're constantly bringing it before god to validate a lot of people gather data, but they don't validate that data. What I mean by validation is confirming that that data is accurate. This is why I'm a huge advocate of walking and working with the Holy Spirit as you date, because the data that you gather is very much a spirit-led process. It's not one that is cookie-cutter or somehow a you know a specifically designed template that applies on a general scale. You can't gather, you know, general data like, is he a Christian? You know, is he looking to have sex before marriage? Because obviously that doesn't align with godly principles. But the data here that I really want you to focus on is understanding the specific aspects that God has called you to carry out in marriage that you're going to need to gather data from your um, dates to know whether or not they align with those values. That's why it's important that you don't make a decision before you gather data. You want to gather the data first and let God help you to filter through it by his spirit to show you whether or not this person is in alignment with his will for you. Hey queen, I see you're enjoying this episode. If you're interested in diving even deeper into attracting the right men, dating your husband, dating for the purpose of a godly marriage, Dating to Marry is the program for you. I work with you to show you exactly how to date to attract your husband. I'm going to walk you through patterns all the way to positioning yourself to date to attract the man that is right for you. I only work with four women. Make sure to check the show notes to sign up for our wait list. I look forward to welcoming you into Dating to Marry. Let's get back to our episode. Another point I want to encourage you to do is to date to learn if you like the person enough to love them. Now, when you start dating, what I see a lot in the work I do as a relationship counselor for godly dating is you 
catch feelings, okay? In other words, you get emotionally involved too soon. You awaken love before it's time, as scripture says. So you're not even sure if you like the person as an individual. Dating as a single saved woman means you walk by the spirit and this will help you not to gratify the desires of the flesh. That's in Galatians 5.16. So this means you need to walk in step with the spirit and ask, do I even like this person? Do I enjoy spending time with this person? Why do I enjoy spending time with this person? And don't worry, when you're in dating to marry, I literally walk you through this process. If you've been a client of mine, you know that um, I'm very fond of giving you tasks because this is something I want you to be able to do by yourself. But you want to ask yourself these questions. Does this person mirror what God has said about my marriage? Does this person come into alignment with the revelation I've received concerning my relationship? It's important that you start dating first to learn if you like that person enough to love them. Because what that will do is put you in a position where when you step into marriage, you are not going to only be his helpmate, his reap. You're also going to be his friend. You're going to be his sister. You're going to be um, a confidant. And that is how you get to that space by learning to like that person, by getting to experience them as an individual. And this is something you want to do as you're dating. Another point I want to make is you do want to date with direction. Direction here means dating with discernment, but it also means to break it down on another level, checking the direction your spirit and soul and body are facing independently. So you may think this isn't relevant, but remember scripture says the spirit is winning, but the flesh is weak. Obviously because the spirit is not in alignment with what the flesh wants. The flesh wants you to have sex right now. But your spirit knows that is not good for you and it should wait till you are married, right? That's a very simple example of this. But I want you to understand what I mean by checking your direction in your spirit, your soul and your body. When your spirit makes a decision that your soul does not agree with, you are immediately going to get into conflict. So your spirit may have decided, you know what, we're going to save ourselves from marriage sexually. But your mind, your will, and emotions, which make up your soul, you know, are getting pressure from friends, from family members, from that man that is telling you you don't need to wait. And because you decided to go with your soul, you start dating someone that shouldn't have even been qualified to be dated at all. So you want to understand that your spirit, your soul, and your body have to be in alignment. Usually it's your soul that tips the scale which is why scripture says don't awaken love until it's time. And it also says guard your heart because out of it flows the wellspring of life. So ask yourself as you date, what are my spiritual, soulish and physical values? And are they in alignment? If not, why not? This will change the way you date and experience dating. It will also change the kind of men you find attractive. I think there's too much weight placed on the men that are attracted to you and not enough weight placed on the kind of men you find attractive. I always say that just because, you know, you no longer um, subscribe to the principle of having sex before marriage or dating anybody just for fun doesn't mean you're going to stop finding the same physical traits attractive. You may still be attracted to the typical tall, dark and handsome man, 
but the reason you're attracted to him will change. So this is part of why it's important to know how to date with direction. It will change the kind of men you find attractive in, 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 in the sense of why you're attracted to them, not exactly what you're attracted to. Yes, that could also change, but the point is the focus here is on alignment, direction, discernment. Now, dating to marry clients, you understand this because we literally break down all these values and I walk you through assessing what they mean to you and for you and how they play out in stepping into the marriage God desires for you. Now we've spoken about what you need to do to date as a single safe woman today. I want to touch on what you don't want to do, okay? You don't want to date based on religion. You want to date based on relationship. Now, what I simply mean by this is don't date him because he says he's a Christian. Date him because he has a relationship with God. Don't date him based on the fact that he speaks in tongues or, you know, he knows scripture of heart. Date him based on the fact that he walks with the Holy Spirit and you can see the fruit of the spirit in his life. Don't date him based on what your parents are saying, because sometimes that could make you miss the road God has for you. But that's a whole other conversation. Date him based on what God is saying to you, right? I also want you to know this. Don't assume he's going to marry you because he is your boyfriend or because he's talking to you about marriage. This is how you end up giving husband benefits to boyfriends. And this is not only in terms of having sex with them, but emotionally exposing yourself to the point of premature vulnerability, right? And this is how sometimes you find yourself in a situationship. A situationship is basically when two people are not in agreement on how they want to proceed with a relationship. That's what a situationship is. It's a situation, but you're allowing a ship together. (laughs) But both of you are not in agreement on where that ship is facing, which is why I initially mentioned earlier that it's important you date with direction that would help you avoid a situationship and in dating to marry i show you how to distinguish between the two but i will say this be clear about the relationship be consistent about your commitment and communicate your desires constantly with one another don't assume based on the fact that oh you know he's talking to me about marriage i've met his family he's my boyfriend that he is going to become your husband don't do that that will put you in a position where you will expose yourself in a way that wouldn't necessarily favor you, right? And I don't want to get too deep into that here, but um, it's important that you realize that. The last point I want to make on what you don't want to do is you don't want to pretend to hear what God did not say. Now, we're not saying that obedience is particularly easy to God's word. It is not. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you, oh, it's kumbaya. You know, God says, yes, you, you jump, you you say, okay, let's go. It's not always like that. The truth is, it is a process. It is a walk. That's why scripture says that the righteous falls down seven times and gets up eight. God is aware you're going to fall multiple times. Let's focus on that part first. But he's also aware that you can get up. So when God says, leave the relationship and you pretend to share, he said, wait, you are going to get in your own way. And trust me, I understand where you're coming from. I have been there before. 
But when I learned to listen to what God was saying, and I am still learning, I'm no way, shape or form saying I'm perfect. This is a walk. And that's why we have the wife in waiting sisterhood to keep our sisters accountable. And you also get access to that community when you become a dating to marry client. I am very aware that this is a walk. But what I do want to tell you from my own experience is the more I learned to listen to what God says, the easier it was for me to obey him and the harder it was for me to disobey him. So when God says yes, and you pretend you heard no, you are interfering with the purpose and the plans that he has for you. You can't change what he has declared over your life. Yes, but you can't delay it. You can't become distracted from it. You can't deny it because you are not in alignment with it. And so you are not in agreement. So don't pretend. What did God say to you? What was the last instruction he gave you? And how do you intend to carry it out? The Holy Spirit is there as your helper. Use his assistance to your benefit. Literally pray by having a conversation with him. The same way I'm talking to you now, you can literally just ask the Holy Spirit for help. I do this all the time. Literally ask him for help and he will help you. He will help you. If I could get to the stage where he will help you, where you didn't even know he was going to help you because you didn't necessarily ask him. You just become so familiar to his promptings and his promptings and his voice. And since I'm going off here, I suppose God wants me to go ahead. The last point, let me just add a bonus because I wasn't going to give this point, but I'm feeling prompted to. The last point is you don't want to do this by yourself. You don't want to date alone. Right, Dating for marriage means you involve the Holy Spirit in that process. You allow him to lead you. You allow him to guide you. And how you do this is from today, start asking him for his help. Holy Spirit, what should I wear today? Holy Spirit, what do you think about this project? Holy Spirit, how am I going to go about this career change? How am I going to deal with these people in the office? So that when it comes to dating, you know you are not feeling awkward or out of place saying, Holy Spirit, I need your help. Is this guy for me? Is he not for me? Okay, if he is for me, can you assist me in understanding him? Can you assist me in helping me get clarity on what I'm meant to do in this relationship and understanding how you want me to assist him and how he wants me to, to, to submit to him, you know, in a marriage? That is what this looks like when you are dating to marry as a single saved woman today. Now, I know you've learned a lot from this episode Don't forget to like, leave your review below. I will read it. (laughs) If you want to be one of the four women I work with in Dating to Marry, make sure you click the link in the show notes to get on our wait list. These four spots are very important for me to emphasize that after this, I will not be um, taking any more clients. At least, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, I won't be taking any more clients in the next few months. So it's important that if you are interested in working with me on a one-to-one basis and learning to date your husband and dating to attract your husband, you sign up for our wait list so you are the first to know when we open our doors and you can become a one-on-one dating to marry client. So I will see you next time. Bye.